This is Sports Jam. I'm Doug Doyle, and we're talking women's professional hockey again here on Sports Jam because it's important and because it's good. And to help destigmatize the topic of mental health, the Metropolitan Riveters women's professional team representing the New York and New Jersey area and the Premier Hockey Federation are hosting a mental health awareness game day against the Minnesota Whitecaps. That will be airing on ESPN Plus this Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we're thrilled to have Kelly Babstock, one of the forward players of the Metropolitan Riveters, joining us. And uh, those who have followed uh, women's professional hockey and collegiate hockey know a lot about Kelly Babstock. Kelly, welcome to Sports Jam. Thank you, Doug, for having me. Those who follow Quinnipiac Sports also know you extremely well because uh, you were a superstar for mm-hmm. your women's team uh, at the college, and still many of your stats hold to this day. Back to Babstock now. Left circle. Babstock puts it on her backhand. Moves around. Shot. Score! Absolutely undresses Tracy and scores in the top left corner of the net. Six to nothing. Quinnipiac. Babs's fourth goal. But uh, we're here to talk about not just women's hockey, but mental health awareness. And as you see behind me, Kelly, I put my money where my mouth is. I won those jerseys behind me in an auction uh, supporting mental health awareness for the Riveters, you know, mental health game last season. So uh, it is something near and dear to my heart. Tell me why it's important to you. Uh, Mental health is huge. You know, we typically don't talk about it enough, you know, in society. And um, there's a negative stigma around mental health. And uh, it's very important to try and end that stigma because everyone has mental health and, you know, it's um, something that needs to be um, talked about a lot more. So that's why it's very important to have these games to uh, shine some light and not even the games, just this year round. But it's very important. Talk about being a professional athlete and the challenges and pressures that you have to not only put on yourself, but other people put on you to succeed and perform. That also plays into the mental health game. Yeah. You know, being a professional hockey player, um, there's a lot of pressures, you know, and uh, like expectations, you know, on how we should be as a, a player. And it is tough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm my biggest critic and my biggest fan and uh, advocate. Um, So hearing, putting my pressure on myself and then hearing other people and what they think and like, it does take a toll and it's just trying to find that balance to be your best hype gal. And and, uh, it's not always easy. It definitely is not, but um, you know, just trying to find some ways to keep your headspace in a more positive place can you give us a specific example of maybe helping one of your teammates helping one of the fans get through maybe a difficult time and how you see yourself maybe as a role model for for younger athletes yeah so um myself as a player and a person I really take pride in making everyone feel um included and important how I do that is just talking to everybody that I see Um, every day when I come to the rink, I always say hi to all the gals in the locker room. Um, And uh, if 
I don't see them in the locker room. I'm like, why on the eyes? I'm like, why didn't I see you? Let's go. You know what I mean? Everyone's important. And uh, in life too, you never know what, um, how your energy and how you talk to someone and notice someone will make them feel the rest of the day. And it, it really is an everlasting effect. And I try as a person to always make people feel special because everyone is special. The event is being presented by Mightier, the company that helps kids build emotional strength and visualize their emotions in real time. With an award-winning library of games, kids learn, practice, and apply some lifelong coping skills through play. And as a presenting partner of this game, the company will also have a product demonstration booth on site at the venue. So if you are there at the rink at American Dream, that's one American Dream way in East Rutherford, that beautiful new arena, then you, you will get the opportunity to see that digital therapy solution and learn more about the play-based solution. Also, uh, the co-founder of Mightier and CEO Craig Lund will be speaking before the game and drop the puck for the face-off. That's at 2 o'clock, and you can see it once again on ESPN Plus at 2 o'clock. How exciting is it to be on a major network? Um, it's super exciting. It's amazing to be seen and broadcasted um on espn plus tsn you know it just is a great feeling to see how far the women's game has come and to have it broadcasted it allows people to really see like what we can do and you know it's it's been great the last couple of years having that exposure you know and um that's how we get those new fans and People to end the stigma with women's hockey too, that it's soft. You come into a game, watch like it's not soft. <laughs> so it's uh it's very important and um it's great to see how much women's hockey has grown. I loved uh, that little giggle that you had. It's not soft, right? You know, <laughs> we had uh Madison Packer on the show uh, uh last season to talk about the mental health awareness night. For you, when uh when you think of your career. You have spent several years now. You started with the uh, National Women's Hockey League that has now become the Premier Hockey Federation. And you had a stellar collegiate career. What's the biggest difference that you've seen from being a star on the college ice to becoming a player that's so respected in the women's professional ranks? Yeah, um, I think... The difference is, you know, I mean, it's uh, like in college, you know, um, it was a little different. I was, you know, picking up a lot of points and still a leader. But now I find myself more as a all around player and more of a leader in a way, um, helping the younger girls um, get more confidence with the puck and how they're playing. I realized as I got older that it's very important to um, help the younger gals out because that's the future players. And I take pride in myself for doing that and being a great teammate. And, uh, you know, the game is it's a bit different. It's a bit faster, more physicality. College game is great, like still amazing. Um, women's pro hockey is key. the skill level. It, the pace is constantly getting better with all these young kids so um you know i'm never promised my, my job on the ice so it gets me working even harder to try to keep it because there's a lot of talent out there and um, i'm excited to see that continue in women's hockey 
You were born in Canada. You have dual citizenship now. Uh, you love both uh, both countries. What was it like for you? You know, hockey is life in Canada. Do you remember the first time you laced up the skates and said, you know, I'm not bad at this? Yeah, I mean, um, I grew up in uh, Toronto area, and my dad always had an outdoor rink. He always made an outdoor rink in the backyard. So I remember playing, trying to skate at age, like, three or four and I have a older brother who played hockey and my mom actually didn't want me to play. Like we would go to my brother's practice and she, there was a hockey tryout table. You know what I mean? My mom would block me from the table. So, I, and I would be like, mom, look, I could try out. So I kind of, since my older brother had like had played, my dad played hockey. I wanted to play. So um, yeah. And then hockey became my life where it's my passion and, it's how I became the person I am, and I'm forever grateful for the game. Then you uh, go on to play college for the Bobcats, and you, you set records with, with scoring. What do you attribute the scoring touch to? Um, Definitely hard work and time. You know, I always wanted to have a good shot when I was a kid, so I'd be practicing a lot in the driveway to have a better shot. Um, I've been naturally, I think I've been a natural competitive person. I always wanted to be the best at anything I would do and uh, being on the ice and having other people better than me it just motivated me to do more and like I said like we had an outdoor rink growing up so I would come home from school and lunchtime and just put the skates on my dad would bring me some soup and grilled cheese and like you know I mean lunch as I was skating around so I do give big kudos to my parents for being so supportive because they knew how much I loved it and they they did everything for me to play what I love to do. So with I, it was, I, my parents have been a huge impact in my life. Do they get to see the Riveters games often? They do. They drive from Toronto, come down to New Jersey. Um, they're very supportive. They come as much as they can. They usually come to most games. And uh, full-time hockey uh, parent job, you know? <laughs> Not easy growing up, right? No, not easy. We have so four of us, um, one of four out of two half siblings and uh, four of us were playing hockey at once and we we're all in different arenas. And, you know, I coach now youth hockey and I'm seeing all these parents bringing their kids to multiple rinks per day. And it's like, wow, the, how much effort these hockey parents put into their kids and how supportive they are is really outstanding. And like, I don't know how they do it. So it's really great to see and reflect on we're speaking with kelly babstock the forward for the metropolitan riveters we have the big game against the minnesota whitecaps coming up on espn plus on sunday the rink at american dream how about that arena there what do you want to say about that oh it's awesome i love the rink american dream's amazing you know it's not your typical hockey rink but it is like at first i was like all right let's go and now i'm like let's go it's a fun time especially for fans. Like you come to our game, you watch some hockey, some good hockey and uh, you can go tour around because it's an entertainment and retail center. So I love it. I love it. A lot of stuff going on. I'm a gal that's like, you know, doing a lot kind of like a squirrel. So it's like, it's perfect. It's and uh, the people there, the security guards, everyone loves us and they respect us. 
uh, talking to uh, my buddy George, the security guard at American Dream, and he's like, I want to skate. I don't know how to skate, but I'm like, pop. He's like doing crossovers in the hallway. I'm like, I'll teach you one day. Everyone's just, it's just exposing the game of hockey that people have never seen before. And it's great to create more fans and exposure for our game. And I love it. I love it. Our locker room's sick and uh, our whole staff's amazing. So we have a lot of support. I love to hear you say that, you know, you love to spread your knowledge and passion for the game, whether it be the security guard or whether it be youth hockey <laughs> that you're teaching, you are giving back. And and what what is happening is, you see it, the growth of women's sports, not just in hockey, the growth of women's sports in general has caught on tremendously. And it has given so many people, like you said, your mom said, hey, you know, I don't think I want my daughter necessarily to play hockey. Now we have moms who want their kids to get involved in, you know, in the game of hockey. That has yeah. to bring such smiles to your face. How do you treat those youngsters? They they look up to you. You know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Like, I coach girls hockey. I coach boys as well. And even the boys, like, they're they're like, you play pro hockey? And it's just amazing to see these little boys, like, fired up to know a pro hockey player. It's not you're a pro women's hockey player. You're a ho pro hockey player. And uh, these kids really light up. Their eyeballs are lighting up. That, um, like, especially my kids, they're so excited that I'm their coach. And uh, it's really so impactful for them, you know, um, to – have a role model like myself you know what i mean like when i was a kid we we had a couple girls teams and now uh girls hockey has grown so much and uh it's really cool to see that they have a place to they got they have a league to play you know like when i was a kid i was like i'm going to nhl my dad's like yeah okay <laughs> right now it's like i'm in the women's nhl you know the phf so it's really cool to see and yeah, it doesn't matter what kids I'm coaching, like even the boys, it's really awesome, you know? You had mentioned before we started this, you saw my hat, uh, the Winter Classic hat from Fenway Park, the uh, Bruins and the Penguins, and uh, you were watching that game, so you follow the men's, as you mentioned, uh, you coach you know, the boys' teams, you follow men's hockey as much as women, right? Yeah, I watch a lot of NHL. I'm uh, the most confusing fan, I would say. I was at a, I just love hockey, so I'm always cheering for players, you know what I mean? I was at the Rangers game and I was cheering for Flurry and I was cheering for Panarin. And then they, you know, it's just like, it's just fun. Hockey is just fun. And uh, I'm a big fan of the game. So as you get ready for Sunday's action, and I know you also have uh, a game on, on Saturday as well, right? Yep. Yeah, we do. So back to back, how difficult is that? We always hear about, uh, you know, the goalies got to have two goalies when you have back to back nights and that. How difficult is it to play back to back on the ice? Um, it's definitely challenging. I would say, um, our team, we really work hard out on the, the practices. Um, so because we have our intensity level super high in the practice, um, it's not as hard as like it, it seems to be because of how intense we are in the, on the ice, in the uh, workout room, you know? Um, of course, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. And our team um, deals with it pretty well, you know? We recover right away. As soon as we're done, we're like, we're recovering, signing autographs. And um, I think I would say, give kudos to our coaches for being awesome and pushing us, you know, uh, in practices to prepare for us, for to have that back-to-back. -back. 
Because in women's hockey, that's where we're at right now, where we are doing back-to-back. So it's like you work hard in practice, it'll be easier in the games. Just that one little autograph from Kelly Babstock <laughs> can, can change a lot. It really can. It, it can make a huge difference. First of all, you got a fan for life as soon as you do that with, with a kid or even an adult. But uh, you're really just creating such a, a positive atmosphere about the game. You know, the beauty of having Zoom sessions sometimes, Kelly, is to see what's behind you. And there is a four to four uh, picture behind you. And there's also a picture over your uh, left shoulder. Can you tell us a little bit okay. about that? Yeah. That one? Oh, yeah. That's just uh, old school hockey. It's a uh, Rangers and Canadians, old school, old time hockey um, picture. I love it. It's a classic. So big hockey fan. Then we got Bobby Orr over here. He's uh, one of my favorite hockey players. Um, he's one of the best. I was going to say, yeah, like um, I met Bobby Orr when I was eight years old. At, back in the day, he wanted to be my brother's uh, NH, uh, NHL scout for the London Knights. He ended up choosing lacrosse. But he gave me a kiss on the cheek when I was eight years old. And it was the I always brag that is is my first kiss on my cheek. So <laughs> of my life. So that's pretty cool. Low key, high key bragging here. <laughs> I love it. And of course, Bob Yor was there to drop the first puck at the Winter Classic there at Fenway yeah. Park. So that had to be special for you, too. Uh, you probably would be uh, interested to know that Derek Sanderson was on Sports Jam. And Derek was the one who gave the pass to Bobby Orr with the flying yeah. goals. Ori for the Bruins, tied up by Ecclestone and Berenson. Westfall rolled it in front. Sanderson tried a shot that was wide and keen and cleared a buck not out. Bobby Orr behind the net to Sanderson. Orr! Bobby Orr! Scores for the Boston Bruins! Have won the Stanley Cup! Uh, you weren't around when Bobby Orr scored the flying goal, but the legend... He even yeah. so even at a young age that that has stuck with you. Did you ever wash your face? Yeah, <laughs> needed to. I didn't want to, but like I know how ecstatic I was. I was like, oh my, because I I was eight years old at the time, and I was just like knew how big of a deal he is, and forever will be. And uh, it's one of my uh, you know little things I have on like that I like to keep, and um, it's really cool. Before we let you go. Uh, we are talking about this mental health uh, awareness night that's taking place on Sunday. And uh, it's all part of uh, a special group that is dealing uh, with this situation and the event sponsored by Mightier. What do you want to tell parents? What do you want to tell fellow players? What do you want to tell young kids about speaking up about mental health and getting help? Yes. Um, I would like to say, you know, what I mean, um, I know uh, it's hard to play sports. You know, there's a lot of pressure, especially when you're a kid and uh, um, to message to the parents, you know, like at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. You know, the, if you put too much pressure on your kid, they won't go as far as they could, you know, and I know a lot of parents don't really, they understand, they kind of get lost just because they're so passionate too about their children's. And I just want them to understand that it's, it's a game and um, that they should check in on their kid too, you know? And because uh, I know a lot of parents do put a lot of pressure and I see that. And um, for kiddos, you know, young athletes, don't be afraid to have a conversation with anyone, you know? If you're a coach, I know it's hard, 
but it actually is very um it's very it's a big deal when you use your voice and not we don't use our voice as much as we should so for the kiddos you know um have have um have confidence and believe in yourself that what you're thinking in your mind is important you know and it is and uh you know um to everyone else like don't be afraid to have a chat we got to start chatting more and uh even when even when you're like smiling a lot you know what i mean that person you could be having the worst day of your life and it's not it's not a bad thing to have a conversation because we're all in this together um i'm a hockey player and all of us and i like to say that like we're all even though we're not on the same team in life we're all teammates in life and we got to help each other out more and end the stigma and start talking you've got me pumped up kelly and uh that, let's go <laughs> yeah let, let, let's go and uh needless to say uh, you would destroy me on the ice because I, I can barely skate. So, uh, but you've got me fired up about this, and uh, we'll be watching you in action on ESPN Plus at the Rink and American Dream in East Rutherford on ESPN Plus. That's two o'clock on Sunday. Hey, congratulations on the season so far. Keep up the good work, and uh, good luck with this weekend's action. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's going to be a great weekend and uh, get some more exposure out there for mental health. So it's going to be a big one. So I appreciate it, Doug. We'll see you there. Sports Jam is a WBGO Studios production. You can hear all the past shows by going to WBGO.org slash studios or WBGO.org slash Sports Jam. You can also find Sports Jam with Doug Doyle on the NPR list of podcasts or wherever you hear podcasts. Until our next Sports Jam session, I'll see you at the game.